Hello and welcome to the sixth edition of the 2021 season of the Ansan Football Podcast. So I'm your host Mike Brandon and today we're just going to be taking a look at the 2021 season. This pod is going out a little bit later than we'd hoped as we were looking for to secure an interview that was delayed and then ultimately didn't come through but such are the trials of a podcast like this. So thanks for joining us and let's take a look at what we thought or our panel thought of the 2021 season. Hello and welcome then to our season review pod where I'm joined by Dr. Colin Campbell and K-League aficionado David Spears. So we're going to get basically into exactly what's been going on at the WAR Stadium this season. So it's another seventh place finish for the Green Wolves, second time or second season in a row. So as to whether or not that is a good or bad achievement or progress, I'm going to come down and say, look, it's not impressive, but it's not bad. It's the fourth season for the Green Wolves. So another seventh place finish. It's, you know, it could be much worse looking at Busan and Solilan. What do you think? It couldn't be much worse, <laughs> especially after the way we started. They they got our hopes up in the first half of the season and then appeared to unravel. You know, it really culminated with the coach quitting immediately after the match down south. Right. So, and, I mean, what do you think of Antan's progress, David? I mean, it's a pretty solid season, isn't it? Seventh place. Um, it's difficult for a lot of K2 teams. I think often the fact that they, they keep going um, can be seen as success enough almost to, to keep going and keep competing. But of course, they're always looking to try and get that playoff place. So we're a few points away from it this season. Um, hopefully can push in a little bit further up the league next season and maybe grab a, a playoff place. Yeah, and as, as Colin pointed out, you know, it's, it seems like consistency, but it, it kind of isn't because Ansan really came out of the blocks this season and we're right up there, right at the beginning. But then again, Sol Elan topped the league for a while and they've basically bottomed it by the end. So it, that we had that ridiculous period in over the summer where eventually, as you said, Kim Gilshik did resign he wasn't you know he wasn't sacked and I think that probably suited all parties um, and then Min Dong Song stepped in and kind of he he got a bit more consistency out of the team in terms of just the lineup I think and yeah I wonder if we're going to see a change in in the approach with the new manager coming in as well for next season because I think for the past few years there's been so much rotation just week in week out Never mind the fact the playing staff changed so much season in, season out as well, that I think that's been proven as a bit of a key, perhaps, to to Ansan doing well next year. I think that's um, certainly something that Joe Mungook's apparently been quite famous for, is having his sort of core um, favoured players that play week in, week out. Um, It was seen as a bit of a problem in the past because he would overplay players, but you're right. I think um, a bit of consistency would be good. So we'll see how that goes next season. Well, with Joe Mingo coming in, you know, he's he's managed, I believe, Ulsan. And I guess, you know, if you want to 
to play derby rivalries. Is, there's that kind of Anyang connection with LG Cheetahs, but it's, it's a bit of a stretch to call that, you know, a, a kind of a Rafa Benitez-style situation or something like that. But as you said, he's got a core, you know, that core of players which can, um, you know, um, really, you know, form that part of the team, form that consistency, and he's willing to do that. That actually kind of brings us on to... Who we are, who are gonna, or who is going to remain next season? Because of course, again, the rotation is quite um, always a concern at this level. It's really hard to get, you know. Especially, I've got a son. You know, he really loves a player one season. Let's get his name on the back of the shirt for the new season, and he's gone. So, who's who's impressed and stood out this season, and who do we want to see continuing on? Well. Um... Now that Gilshik is gone, Gilshik had seemed to try to institute a rigid format, uh, kind of like a German style of play, which really didn't mesh with like Asnawi and Duarte and really fluid and creative players. And it seemed like they were just kind of fighting against the grain the whole time. So I'd like to see uh, more creativity and key players that can, you know, like uh, I already said, Duarte, but also Sangmin as a crack crack of a right foot and is able to make his own goals. Um, players like Ryundo really fit into Kim Gilshik's style, but I could do without him and to bring in more creative players up front that can make their own opportunities instead of kind of just being in the right spot at the right time. Yeah. I think we'll always have that hangover when we had that Jang Hyok Jin is the, is the midfielder with Masatoshi and Vintachenko in front of him. That was an incredible triangle. Unfortunately, Lin Wan Sop only seemed to discover in the second part of that season. But I'm just looking at players. I mean, some of these players that have come through this season have been more surprised. I think, you know, Robson Duarte has a history in the, in the K2 and not a necessarily a good one, but he's probably been one of Ansan's better players. He's been excellent in many, in many games for us, especially coming on as a substitute. So um, I think he's been one of the revelations this season. Will we, will we try to keep him on if it's even possible? We often don't see the, the foreign players stay more than one season. Yeah, I think so. I think like with um, foreign players, there is such a high turnover. Um, it can be really difficult. If they do well, they go to a bigger team. If they don't do well, then they're out the door. But yeah, I, I would like to see a little bit of consistency. But with a new coach coming in, new manager, he might want to bring in a couple. He might have his own ideas, a couple of foreign players he wants to bring in. So so who knows? Right. So as Colin's actually said that like, um, there's a few players who really have been, they've been kind of, um, they've kind of been mainstays, but maybe perhaps fit better into Kim Gilshik's system. I'm thinking Kim Leondo and Goewazi in the midfield. But one player who kind of didn't, who disappointed me anyway this year was Che Gonju because he was excellent in 2020, but he's just, he's so, he has these flashes of creative brilliance, but it, it's just not working out. Do you think a change in system would allow bring him out, or he may have, you know, he's just not going to be the player we thought he might? 
Yeah, about the foreign player turnover. Um, in the last pod, um, that was also mentioned, the most listened to one yet about where the player specifically addressed being a foreigner, playing in Korea, and how it's nice, but how it can also have its challenges from everything from, you know, just shopping down to the team diet and the types of drills that they do and how they uh, prepare for matches differently. Right. So I'm, just, I'm also thinking again of consistency, goalkeeping wise, Lee Sing Bin, or formerly Lee, um, Lee Song, I forget, he's changed his name anyway, but yeah, he basically actually started to record some of the most impressive statistics in the K2 in terms of goalkeeping, despite Ansan's um, many defeats and sometimes high scoring defeats as well. Um, but again, and I think it's quite, yep. sorry, I was going to say, and despite all of uh, James's negative feedback. Of course, as well. Maybe that. Maybe that's what spurred him on. Another, you know, another player getting involved in in the, in the podcast in that sense, perhaps. But yeah, I think again we can we've, it's more evidence that consistency is really going to drive this team forwards. So let's get on to perhaps the biggest one then of uh, we need to talk about, and that is our Indonesian import who cannot be denied has in many in many or some respects has perhaps the biggest impact on the K2 this season, despite only actually turning out for us for uh, 14 appearances. So let's talk about Aznawi. So how are we going to, how do we rate his season overall? And of course, given that the club is still giving him coverage, given that the club is still promoting the recent successes of that Indonesian side, then Will can we keep him, or is is it a done deal? He's a, he's going elsewhere. I think I think you could definitely keep him. Um, I think um, it's difficult moving to a, a new country, uh, a new team, and so for his point of view, I think uh, it would be a really smart move to stay um, to get at least one more season with Ansan um, in a place that he's become more familiar with. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised, especially with him only playing 14 times this season. I'd be surprised if he moved on, to be honest. I right. think uh, he will stay and I, and I think it would be good for both parties. I think uh, second season, we definitely see a lot more of him um, as he gets used to the league, the country. And yeah, I, I really think that it would be good for him and good for Ansan if he, if he stays till next season, both off and on the field. Brimming with potential. Uh, the one thing that we really wanted to see was more consistency, not just in his play, but also in getting him on the playing field. As we mentioned with Gil Schick, that consistency just wasn't there as far as the roster each match. And I think with a player like Asnawi, um, it seemed like the most difficult part of the game for him was just getting in the flow of the game. He had so much energy that he just, when he was, when he would come in late, it just didn't seem to match with the, uh, I don't know, je ne sais quoi of the game. So consistency, getting him in and giving him time, I think it would be wonderful to see. 
So, yeah, I mean, some of the situations as well, like the first month he missed due to COVID, COVID quarantine issues and things like that. And then Indonesia had a, a lot of, a big, I think, a big tournament, did they not, in, in the summer. And then as Nami was away there again, I think a lot of factors kept them out of the, kept them out of playing as well. So, again, I'd love to see him in um, the 2022 season and really, you know, if obviously Ansan are going to be no more than a um, a platform for players like that, but hopefully, you know, I want to be that springboard that hopefully also catapults us into the K1, and then you know, then he can have his big move somewhere. <laughs> Let's have that first. Um, but then, okay, so as now we aside, of course, he he did allow Ansan to top the K League Instagram followers, which. Is something that will you know you can never take away from us, and I would like to see Ansan awarded the trophy for that. Um, but yeah, certainly I'd love to see, well, to see us now we continue. I think you know there's a lot of things that says there's too much unfinished business uh, in Ansan for him, and I'd like to see that continue. We said we might keep hold of Duarte. Any other players then that that uh, that stand out that should go forward into this um, Joe Mingu uh, era? I think I would start with the goalkeeper, uh, Eason Bean. I think he's been really good this season. Um, and I think also it's uh, maybe something a couple other players could try, maybe changing their names, see if it brings the same kind of fortune. So <laughs> I, well, I'll start with him, though. Um, I thought, I think having a consistency uh, with a goalkeeper and someone who's made uh, a big jump forward this season, yeah, definitely for me, that'd be one. Yeah, and Sangmin as well, I think. Songman had a uh, had a strong year, and again, just more consistency, being on the field more often. I'd like to see more from him. Yeah, Sangman was indeed uh, excellent. I think he only missed one game all season as well. I think Sangman arrived with a sense of he failed to cut it in the K one, but you know, by all means, I can see a K one team looking at his performances this year and perhaps <laughs> bringing him back, um, back up there. But again, I know just like Asnawi and some of these other players, I want them to get to the K1 in Ansan shirts, preferably. <laughs> it's obviously the only real, it's the main reason we, uh, the main goal we want every season, of course, but you know, seventh again next year, perhaps. But so, yeah, let's, Move on then to, of course, perhaps the big, the big announcements that everyone's been waiting for, and that is the uh, the Antan Foreign Supporters Club's Player of the Season announcement. So we got some votes. There was actually uh, there was a lot of love for um, Asnawi, actually, and of course, um, quite a lot of some appreciation for Robson Duart, and of course. Um, Jun He for his contributions uh, up front. So, yet yeah, so basically, are you ready for the announcement? It's really no surprise, no. of course. <laughs> it is, of course, Easting Man was voted as our player of the season. I think that was kind of a kind of a no-brainer, simply because you know he's been the most consistent. He's played the most. He's um, really anchored and marshaled that midfield. And I can't really remember him having a poor game. It's more just the players around him that have sometimes, you know, he's always been that consistent thing. So Isang Min is our 
is our player of the season. Interestingly, a lot of people, there were a lot of votes as a second choice for Eason Bin, actually. So um, the, the second choice award might go there, I suppose. But anyway, yep, so good. So Isang Min is definitely one we want to see next year. So with that in mind, who or what do you, what can we predict? Bur giving in mind that we don't know the condition of the playing staff, um, etc. But with the K League kicking off earlier than usual, um, it's only I'm gonna I think the K two might start in just eight just two months, just about eight weeks. Um, then what should Ansan do? You know, we said consistency, but what should Ansan do over the winter, and what should they then target next season, or what do you think is realistic? Target target's got to be fifth place. Um, with the playoffs being expanded down to fifth place for next season, um, I think that's got to be the target um, for every team in the K2. It's getting into that fifth place and, and continuing into the postseason. Um, over the winter, I guess it's just a case of the manager getting used to what players he has um, and trying to implement his, his system. I know... Um, from what I've read online in his past teams, he's a very attacking coach, uh, likes quick passing football. So I think that, um, over the winter, once they go for their training camp, they'll, they'll, be do they'll be working a lot on, the, on that style of short passing game. So yeah, um, that would be definitely though, I think that's the target is fifth place for next season. Yeah, I would just echo what David said, build from the back um, with Songbin and then uh, Song Juhu, you know, he was a very, very solid defender this year. I was a little disappointed with him for shaving off his beard near the end of the year. I thought that may have negatively impacted not his play, but the, the menacing way that the other team viewed him. So I wouldn't mind seeing them, you know, toughen up with a little facial hair over the winter. Um, okay, so perhaps that's something we should aim if, if if we can go back to the stadiums next year, which I certainly hope we do because you know, we're entering what would be the third year of the pandemic, wouldn't it? So, yep, if we just make it a pact that all supporters should should have beards, regardless of uh, age or how, how you you seek to identify. Okay, okay, great. So, yeah, certainly. You know, if if we can't grab fifth in the playoffs, then if we can just replicate the fact that for all of Anyang's achievements this season, we actually, I think, for the first time since the Mugunghua era, we had the better of them this year. So that'd be nice to see as well. <laughs> okay, so I think that's uh, have a good holiday to you, David, you, Colin, and all our listeners. We'll see you again for a. Uh, Preseason preview in February. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Take it easy. So, thanks for joining us for this first season of the Amsterdam Football Podcast. I'd like to extend my thanks to all of our guests, so Martini and Han from Indosport.com, Raul Tarragona, and Liliana de Mateos, and also Suni Sad. And also to our regular panel members, Colin Campbell, David Spears, James Walsh, Cal Gobbler, and James Finney. I hope you all have a great 
holiday and we look forward to seeing you for the next season of the podcast in the 2022 season. Take care, everybody.